Welcome to the Life Academy Podcast. Hello, my friends. This is Pastor Doug Pratt speaking to you again for the Life Academy of First Church, offering you my thoughts on a Christian perspective on the society of sore losers. These thoughts, which are my own with no presumption that I speak for every Christian, are intended to stimulate your own thought and reflection and response. It's my sincere conviction that God calls us who are followers of his son to seek to understand the world in which we live with spiritual discernment and to live out our faith with integrity. And so we begin. It lies at the heart of a democracy, and it is not found in totalitarian governments, whether they be strong-armed and controlled by fascist dictators and generals or by supreme hereditary monarchs and emperors, or by all-powerful communist parties, the heart of a democracy is the assumption of a continual competition or tension between different ideas, policy preferences, and values. It's why democracy, and its American form, a republic, is inherently messy, but also why it is inherently better and healthier than the groupthink pressure of totalitarianism and other authoritarian systems. In our form of common life, as protected ultimately by our Constitution and Bill of Rights, we are allowed to disagree, and we know that the constant flow of our public life will be a near-perpetual tug-of-war that repeatedly results in temporary losses and wins for one side and then the other. In this sense, life in a democratic republic is analogous to ongoing athletic competitions and other games and contests. No football team has ever won a Super Bowl championship once and for all. The next season begins just seven or so months later with every team's record back to zero as the competition starts anew. The same is true for golf tournaments and musical competitions, and chess matches, and Jeopardy game shows, the competition is repeated. There are always winners and losers. And even the most driven and obsessed athletes and participants in every competitive endeavor have to learn that no one can win all the time. The world of sports, for example, has its ways of dealing with sore losers who do not accept the basic rules of the competition and the mutual respect those rules require. Ah, but sadly, in recent years, this fundamental principle has been lost on some of our contemporaries, especially in the hyper-competitive contact sport of politics. We are rapidly becoming, thanks to our politicians and many in our news media and various celebrities, what I will label a society of sore losers who are unable to handle the give and take of the tug of war of living in a free country. Allow me to identify those from across the political and ideological spectrum who, in my opinion, have very publicly been role models of poor sportsmanship and have violated the fundamental principles of how we in a free country need to get along with one another. So here are some examples of people I believe have acted as sore losers. First, presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, who has railed about the 2016 election and tried to assign blame to others unable to be gracious about her defeat. Second, the self-proclaimed 
opposition to President Trump, who rioted after his election victory and again after his inauguration. Third, high officials in the FBI who apparently gave in to partisanship and political corruption in pursuing false claims they knew were false about Donald Trump in a fake dossier and participated in personal vendettas against him. Fourth, the Democratic-controlled House of Representatives a few years ago, which likewise used the radical but ultimately ineffective bludgeon of impeachment to try to remove Trump from office. Fifth, former President Trump's inability or unwillingness to concede defeat graciously in the 2020 election, insisting that he had evidence that it was stolen, even though his top advisors, including his attorney general and his vice president, told him that wasn't the case. Sixth, the protesters who occupied parts of the U.S. Capitol in January 2021, acting just like their mirror image opponents on the far left by letting their anger and resentment get out of control. Seventh, most recently, the pro-abortion protesters who have acted out violently and threatened Supreme Court justices in reaction to a court case that was not decided the way they preferred. And there are other ways in which violations of the spirit of a competitive democracy are being seen. Look at the ongoing examples of abuse of authority on college campuses, with administrators acting as thought police, stifling dissent, and shutting off the freedom of speech of those with whom they disagree. Ironically, campuses were once a bastion of free speech, but no longer. Look at the cancel culture of the big tech social media outlets who have designed algorithms to shut down ideas that don't fit the narrative or the ideology of their corporate bosses. The toxic mixture of attitudes and behaviors that lead to the sore loser syndrome include arrogance, that is a confidence that they are 100% right, and self-absorption, that is, an inability to be self-aware and self-critical. And a resulting intolerance of others who disagree or do not belong to their tribe. And finally, in the worst-case scenario, a willingness to pursue their own goals, that is, winning, as they define it, at the cost of any means necessary, no matter how unethical. When we are deluded that Righteous ends justify unrighteous, even violent and unlawful means. We are in great danger. And Satan, the father of lies, exalts that we are acting as his unwitting minions. I believe the fundamental, ground floor, underlying cause of the sore loser syndrome is the mistaken belief that this world is all there is and all that matters. You can call it materialism or secularism or atheism. It has consumed, like a spiritual cancer, so many people. If we believe that power or victory or money or influence or any other worldly thing is the absolute most important, we, in effect, are worshiping it. Victory at all costs is idolatry. And it is a denial of what the Bible unmistakably proclaims, that this world and all the things in it are only temporary and transient. They will not last, 
and they cannot ultimately satisfy. Placing our faith in the one true God and thereby having our vision corrected to see that all around us is unworthy of our worship and full devotion helps us to avoid the sore loser syndrome. It allows us to have perspective. It protects us from the shameful behavior and the sheer folly that we see being demonstrated by so many of our unbelieving contemporaries. What does a Christ-like approach to competition, whether it be in athletics or politics or business or any other endeavor in this passing and transient world, actually look like? How are we to live in a competitive environment? Here are the virtues. I believe God wants us to develop and live consistently in all the competitive arenas of life. Number one, to be humble winners, recognizing that all victory is temporary and that we all have our flaws and weaknesses. Number two, to be gracious and respectful to our competitors or those with whom we disagree, whether we win or lose. Third, to be willing to accept less than perfect and even to allow God to substitute his plan B for our plan A because sometimes God can use defeat to mold us and teach us. And fourth, to keep the main thing the main thing. The eternal values are what will ultimately matter. And all we can take with us from this world is in the spiritual, not the material realm. Jesus put it as clearly as possible. What does it profit a person to gain the whole world and lose their souls? What have we really gained if we win a game or an election, but lose our integrity and our conscience in the process? Victory in the things of this world is only temporary and partial, and one day will mean nothing to us when we stand before our Creator. This is Pastor Doug Pratt offering these thoughts and reflections to you from the Life Academy of First Church. Thank you for joining us for this Life Academy episode. We encourage you to subscribe. And if you enjoy our podcast, please share it with your friends and family. 